Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hello and welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. I am Sarah Bivens and with me here is my husband, Matthew Bivens. Matthew. What's up, mama? Hi. I was distracted. I'm looking at our website on on our phone because I wanted to reference something so i'm sitting here like oh this is looks, this website looks kind of nice on the phone <laughs> <laughs> how about that look at my website look how yeah. nice it looks <laughs> that's cool you know what um <laughs> with all the podcasts that we have the other day i sat down to record my show and i introed it as doing it at home and i didn't realize it for about a minute in and i was that's like so funny. oh shoot i gotta i Redo gotta go it. back <laughs> i i did the intro for our last episode the interview with Marin Green. You started having it all. I, I thought I might have after I published it. I okay. was like, you know what? I don't remember. Did I say having I it might all? Have or doing it have introed the wrong show. That's what happens when you're running a podcast empire from your home. Yeah, it's easy to get. Well, when you just add more layers to your life too. You know, I I feel like I reached a new level of momhood when I started calling Maya and or the dogs by each other's names. Like Maya, Ginny, Watson, mm, Matthew. Like when now, you start going down the roster of people to yell at, I feel like you've reached a new, you're at a new place in your life. It's a new badge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, is that a mom thing? Because my mom does that all the time. My mom does it. My, my sister does it. My grandmother does it. My yeah. grandmother, 98% of the time. Ooh, nice. That was a really good cough. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll give her the 2%. But my grandma, 98% of the time, confuses the her, her, her daughters, Bridget and Chandra. Yes. And she lives with one of them, and she always says the wrong one. Your grandmother is also 95 years old. But she's been doing that for 92 of those years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all I'm saying is I wanted to make the point that at 95, I get to call anyone whatever I want to call them. <laughs> Love you, Grandma Nay. You are now... You, you can do whatever are, you want. Whatever, yes. Whatever I call you. Oh, boy. What is it? What am I going to be like at 95? I... Oh, my gosh. 
pray for me, everyone. If I'm still around when you're 95, statistically, I will be, but True. we'll see. Pray for anyone who's <laughs> anyone near me. Who has to deal with you? <laughs> who has to deal with? Wow, Maya, pray for Maya because she's gonna be dealing oh, with both gosh. of our old bones. Yeah, she, you know, she's the oldest. Yep, the only now. The but, only. Oh boy. Well, this the topic for today actually kind of fits with Maya that, being yes, potentially the it oldest. It does. It does. Uh, before we get into that. Let's just comment on the week that we have had. And your cough. And my, yeah, my horrendous cough that I just said, I'll probably do a few more. So I might turn my mic off and on as I do that. Which it'll just catch on, it'll pick up on my mic. So, oh, great. Everyone okay, will cool. know. So, that you're yeah, there's no hiding it. Hacking up along. Uh, beginning of this week, Monday night, I got hit with the flu, the F L U. And F U flu. F U flu, indeed. Just take out the L, and that's pretty much how and i you know and i talked to my mom about this on the phone the other day i don't think i've ever had the flu in my whole life i i just don't i don't know I, maybe it was like living in tropical sunny south florida yeah but i've just never gotten it and i am certainly grateful to it not sucks. have experienced it certainly sucks it knocked you on your butt because it, it hit you fast and hard <laughs> and i mean you were basically in bed all day Monday, all day Tuesday, most ninety percent yeah. of the day Wednesday. Yeah, and you know I got the whole and, the whole shebang: the body aches, fever, one hundred and one fever, chills. Yeah. I was then as the fever moved out, I was sweating bullets. Oh my god, just sweating profusely, and um, you know all that fun. So I was quarantined, and then also take a step back before I even got the flu. We had our childcare wiped out for the week. So we knew and that Annie was going to happen it. and we were kind of preparing for that. And then in the midst of that, I get the flu. And so now you are on all childcare, running the house. And oh yeah, not to mention like businesses keep running and clients still need stuff. So you were, you know, daddy duty all day, taking care of me. And then at night before you'd go to sleep, you'd, you know, squeeze in a few hours of work. So you have just been a rock star this week. And I just want to you know, acknowledge that and honor I appreciate you. That. And, you know, oof. I really appreciate your Instagram post. <coughs> I didn't see it until the following day. A friend of mine was like, hey, have you seen Sarah's post on Instagram? And I, I checked it out and it was beautiful. It really was. So thank you. And, you know, I totally will own the fact that I, after day three, I was like very short and my tank was so low yeah. that, when I would come and, you know, check on you and day one and two is like, Hey babe, how are you? Oh man, no, no, if you're feeling crummy, that sucks. What can I get for you? Day three and day four was kind of like, what do you need? What do you want? What do you want? Can't get you anything. Okay, fine. So, you know, I wasn't the, the nicest towards the end and um, I appreciate you putting up with me along with you feeling the way you're feeling and, and carrying those feelings of you wanting to be doing, you know, work and recording and, and all of that. So you were you were great as well. You're a great patient. Thank you. And it was hard to be away from you and Maya. I mean, you know, I definitely had some fears about Maya getting it. And mm-hmm. so, Me I was, too. you know, I was quarantined. Um, and the news doesn't help if you open up your phone and you look at anything. It's yeah. like... You know, kids getting sick all over the country and yeah. all sorts of stuff happening it's with this flu. It's been a nasty flu. flu season. But uh, anyway, and I did nurse 
throughout. So for anyone wondering, you know, or curious, I did continue to nurse um, because what I found through minimal research, because I don't like going down the rabbit holes, but then also talking to a few trusted, you know, knowledgeable people in our lives, Maya had already been exposed to whatever I was working with anyway. So, I mean, it's not like I should cough on her, but, you know, to to nurse her for five minutes or so and then be away the rest of the time, you know, that's what I was doing because that still is important to me as long as we are still nursing. So anyway, did it Woof, yeah. and onward. Yeah. And Maya wanted to see you too. I think I it was probably... Yeah, as soon as she realized that I was talking to you or that you were in the room, she would huh? just run over. Yeah. Hi. And then, you know, she'd say hello and then I'd take her away and there'd be some tears. But we made it and now it's Friday and here you are. You sound normal. You look great. Mostly normal. Mostly great. Yeah. I mean, yes. their outward appearance, you, you look like your beautiful, energetic self. Thank you. So, I know you're still getting over that cough. But um, yeah, so if anybody out there has the flu, we feel you. Yeah, we, we feel, feel for you. you. And, you know, it sucks. And I'm sorry. And just, you take know, take care of you. Take care of yourself. Just continue to, to flood, you know, your yourself and your body with that loving, powerful, healing energy. And you know what? You aren't sick. You're going through an immune system upgrade. That's all that's happening. You're just becoming more powerful. So, yeah, dude. And yeah. with this January, the Bivens is better have the most fortified freaking immune system we're straight ever. up x-men in this house with all the upgrading we did like, the whole entire month somebody was feeling X-Men. it yeah the whole month anyway let's we're, we're 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 rambling let's get in step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply uh, did you want to talk about something one second before we hop into the matter what do you hand? Talk about? website? Anything on the website? Oh, yeah, yeah. So today's episode, we're talking about um, our birth plans for baby number two and what we would do different. And it just reminded me, hey, we have this awesome free ebook on our website that you can go and download. And it's, the, it's called The 12 Things That Made Our Home Birth Awesome. And a ton of you have already snagged it. And um, it's really great. We just talk about the things that we did that helped us to have a really amazing home birth. So go check it out. It's free. DIAHpodcast.com. You'll see it at the very top of the page. And uh, grab your copy. And, you know, it's going to kind of go along with what we're talking about today. So I just want to drop that little plug in. Right drop there. it. And uh, real quick, shout out to Listener of the Week Ooh. via Apple Podcasts. Yes. Is now the title of what was formerly known as iTunes, where you would find your podcasts. Now it is Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so I have to change that in my vocabulary because I definitely still call it iTunes. But uh, we got a cool shout out that I also think ties in really well with the topic today. And uh, it comes from Life WK Snow. So I don't know if that's supposed to say something else. Like the way it's said is differently than how I'm. Say it listening. real fast. And pronounce Life Wook Snow. Yeah, do you hear it? <laughs> Life Wook Snow. Is that something that I'm not getting? Yeah, say it again. Real Life Wook Snow. Come on, you don't hear it? Life Wick Snow. Keep. Life Wick 
snow. Wick snow. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm just playing with you. Oh, I, I oh you're such a There's jerk. <laughs> oh, my brain can't handle that right now. Okay. You know, there were people like, what? 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 Okay. This says this podcast is amazing love hearing all of the diah birth stories and i think it's great you guys are empowering women and educate and helping educate them about the safety of home birth one day i hope to share a home birth story so i think that's really cool that's cool and you know feeds the conversation that we've had a few times on the show and we've even had a quote unquote self-labeled non-mom i just kind of love that term a non-mom yeah. you know it's like a not mom yet Uh, we've had on the show and just this idea that women are interested in educating themselves and preparing themselves for birth before even being pregnant. And I think that is amazing. I think that's so cool because then we have more educated, informed, empowered, supported mamas making their birth choices. And then, I mean, that has ripple effects into babies and beyond. So. It's great part of intention setting. Yeah. You know, it's like, listen, I, I if, if that's something that, you know, you want for yourself, kids, and you don't know exactly when it might happen, maybe you're months away or years away. I mean, checking out resources like this podcast and other great podcasts and books and just sort of putting yourself in that energy. It's, I don't know, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way to prepare. Yeah. And speaking of prepare, we are diving into another listener requested topic. So over the past few weeks, we've been doing listener questions or, you know, uh, requests. That's the word I used. Uh, And this one is, I would love to hear about planning for future births and babies. What would you do the same? What would you do differently? I think that's a great question. I think it's very valid and something that as we think about expanding our family and when we're going to do that, you know, there are definitely things to consider, uh, even a little bit of, you know, comparison with, with Maya's birth. What did we like about it? Maybe what would we change? And so that's what we're going to dive into. Cool. And I I love this topic. We've, we've touched on this type of thing in other episodes, (laughs) but we've never dedicated a whole episode to it. Right. And it just helps us to, to get, you know, become more intentional. Right to you know envision what we want and you know because we are planning for well let me back up we do want baby number two we aren't currently planning or trying but we we know that we want a second child at some point right so this is something that that we like to do yeah so this is helpful for everyone this is a win-win-win across the board so we're we're talking out you know our process and then you also get to benefit from it and hear from it cool so the first thing that i want to just throw out there is you know planning for future births babies our timeline itself has shifted and changed around and gone from this kind of ambiguous gray thing at first to thinking we were pretty clear on when we wanted to start trying for baby number two to then taking a step back so just that in and of itself i feel like is a whole conversation to have with your partner, whether you're planning for one, two, three, whatever. And if that's the right, if you, you know, choose to plan, um, just getting clear on timeline. So for example, if you had asked me, I mean, when we were pregnant with Maya and even in the first few months of postpartum, when we were going to have another baby, I would have put out there, "Mm, probably get pregnant, you know, when Maya is a year and change. So, Basically around now, you know, in the next month or two, ideally, I would have wanted to be getting pregnant. And 
we've shifted that since, you know, we've had some conversations and we're extending that a little bit for a number of reasons. The biggest one probably being that we just want to spend more time with Maya one-on-one. Yeah. And, you know, things will change once another baby enters the mix and, you know, no other children after her will really have that one-on-one, true one-on-one experience. And um, we just really want to savor it. And, the you know, you can chime in whenever, but I think it's the same for you too. That's the biggest reason. Yeah. So we had our year and a half sort of time frame in our mind. When Maya's a year and a half, we'll get pregnant again. Right. We had that all the way up until a few months, months ago. ago. You know, so that was really what we were going with. And there was a part of me that, especially as Maya would turn like six months old, and I think, oh my gosh, a baby, another, like get pregnant in another year? Yeah. And then Maya turned a year old, and I'm thinking, six months, we're talking about getting pregnant again? Yeah. And it just seemed to go by so quickly. And there was a part of me that was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling that. I don't really know. So when it got brought up a couple of months ago, you know, I shared that I'm I'm open to pushing it back. And I, I know for myself, I had this, this this sort of belief in my mind of the quote-unquote best time to have yeah. baby number two. Yeah. And it's easy to kind of get stuck on what other people say or <laughs> what your own experience was and then to create all the reasons to validate it. So in my family, my sister and I are 18 months apart. My sisters are as well. My exactly. two oldest sisters. And, we, you know, we I know, I, I know a lot of people. I feel like most of the people that I know who have multiple kids, their kids are within a year and a half, two years apart. Yeah. And everyone talks about that's a great age and all the stuff that comes with it. So I had that in my head. But then I just kind of did some thinking for myself and, you know, was thinking about, well, what would it look like to have a baby that was one and maybe a baby that was four, you know, and and extend the time frame. So when I did that and then Sarah and I talked, our time frame extended a little bit. And um, I love the idea of spending more one-on-one time with Maya and really just savoring it, soaking it all in. And right now, our time frame, we're thinking by the end of this year to start planning, start trying. Yeah. And, you know, even that might change. Right. So at the end of this year, Maya will be two, what will she be? At two the end in of like this year? Two in like three months? Two and yeah, like two in like two months. Yeah. So if we were to get pregnant then, you know, baby comes in when Maya's just turning three. Three. Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, a newborn and a three-year-old, they're three years apart, like, even that could change for yeah. us. So, and I mean, has to be said. You know, you you mentioned it like what's best, you know, or what works best. What's the ideal space and time? What's the sweet spot? It's so relative. It's different for everyone. And it's whatever works for you. So maybe it is, you know, for your your family situation, you know, lifestyle, whatever. To have kids back to back may serve best, and maybe not so you know just just putting it out there i mean i i hope it's clear by now that we are very open and honoring of your birth choices your lifestyle choices your parenting choices but you know let's just reiterate it whatever works for you we are so cool with we're just sharing you know our piece of you know our our reality and, and what we're thinking works best for us and i think when it comes to kids in general and parenting and birth I think there's this balance to be struck of staying intentional and flexible. Yeah, absolutely. So having an idea, because for me anyway, being a little bit more type A than you, I like having more of a plan, but I have learned a whole lot of surrender and trust and flexibility in the sense that 
you know, have vision, but also be willing to flow. And so that's, that's kind of the name of the game for me right now as it, as it relates to when we, when we conceive again. Cool. Cool. So wait, was, so was this, was this a tangent that we just took or was that? No, I think it was an important part of this because, you know, they want to know about how we're planning for future babies. And so just the timeline itself, I think is something to mention. Um, So it's not necessarily an aspect we would do differently, but it's just our, our timeline. But here are a few things that I, I would want to do differently as it relates to our birth. Yeah, sure. So one, obviously start with a midwife. We did not start with a midwife for Maya's pregnancy. We started with an OB, um, so I'll just list them quickly. Is that what you want to do? And then we'll... Yeah, maybe list them off and then we'll okay. go back and... and so and... one, start with a midwife. Two, keep the gender as the prize. Ooh, still, still tough for me. <laughs> Three, smaller birth team. Four, birth photographer. Five, enjoy the process more. And we'll expand upon that a little bit. Six, catch the baby. And seven, uh, this isn't different... Well, kind of keep the water element, but we'll expand on that a little bit more as well. So first one, start with a midwife. Obviously, we did not. We went with an OB. Um, if we were, you know, let's flash forward in time, say we were pregnant. You know, today I found out we were pregnant. I would m- probably go to confirm the pregnancy at an OB, even though I don't really, I don't even like have an OB anymore. <laughs> I feel like we would go to Anne or something. Yeah, we have a, yeah, a friend who's a who's a fertility specialist. Anyway, yeah, like you know, but just have you basically go to that setting, right? But so you, you know, I would go right with our same midwifery practice and just go from there. And I would um, still do the twenty week scan. So there's an ultrasound at 20 weeks um, for anatomy. And I, I would just want to check personally for me that like there's no placenta previa or anything like that going on. Um, but I wouldn't want any other scans. And so besides with 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 Maya's pregnancy, besides the 20 week scan, we had the initial mm-hmm. ultrasound to confirm that we were pregnant. And then we also got another ultrasound to it, confirm the sex. So 18? we had three total. Yes. Yeah. And then we did the 20. So yes. yeah, we did three. So I would just do one going forward unless it was deemed necessary or unless we needed more scans i would just do one she got blasted with those gamma rays shut up that's not funny like the hulk don't say that (laughs) if you choose to do ultrasounds that is totally cool and your choice and you're right oh i i'm i'm speaking totally from a place of ignorance yeah i don't know what happens when they do an ultrasound i just wanted to ease attention baby ease in the tension <laughs> all righty well done okay so anything else you want to say on that you know starting with a midwife that would obviously be a different element of a, a second pregnancy yeah and you know i'm interested in exploring a doula uh, yeah you know because we've interviewed so many and <laughs> we had like a you know a big old birth team which we're going to get into yeah but you know i'd be interested in talking to a doula and seeing what what they could provide and on the experience um but no starting with the midwife absolutely and i think that'd be awesome cool two gender keeping it a surprise and i say it with a winced face because it's gonna be so unbelievably hard for me that's what she said but i have been watching so much office this week all by the way all office. i did was watch the office so that she my or my sarah now see that's we talked about yeah, this earlier. Yeah, Sarah Maya, Maya Sarah. Yeah, and uh, 
Sarah now just drops corny Michael Scott jokes all day long. Yes. Uh, so that would be different. We obviously found out the gender with Maya. Um, I'm open to it. I'm certainly so open to it. And I know it'll be an amazing, like, oh, surprise, you know, at birth. But it's just going to be so difficult for me. So, okay. I'll, we need to give a little bit of backstory on this because I, I was the one who put forth that idea. And... I was totally not for that initial, you know, early on because I just knew I, there's no way in heck I could I could possibly wait. Yeah, you know, I, I, we would hear all the stories of moms and dads who would wait the nine ten months to find out the gender, and I just couldn't fathom it. But you know, for me, after having Maya, having Maya was big because I've always wanted a boy. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I just had this this like belief in my mind that the first kid would be a boy and Maya flipped and turned all of that upside down which has been amazing and she really what's the word she just sort of allowed me to surrender my attachment to the gender of our kids right. and now at this point if we have a second girl it'd be amazing yeah. Maya will have another you know girl to play with and they're going to be awesome friends if we have a boy it'd be fantastic and you know there'll be a little boy for me to to play all the superhero stuff that i still do with maya yeah (laughs) (laughs) it'll just be just be uh different changing diapers because i've never changed a boy's diaper before it is certainly different yeah so honestly like for me and and this 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 has all happened within the past couple of months i'm unattached yeah to to the the you know the gender of the next baby so then that's when the idea of what if we just made it a secret? I was like, you know what? I could actually do that. And that would be pretty incredible. Yeah. So I think we're going to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're you're over there squirming. It's because for me, I, I feel like when I was pregnant with Maya and we found out she was a girl, it just helped me in my communicating to her, if that makes any sense or if someone can relate to that. I don't know. I just, I felt like then, like I knew her name. And so then I could, all that. All it will do now is give me opportunity to heighten my intuition and my like woman voodoo powers. And I will just, I'll get in touch with baby. Who knows? Maybe I'll know. Maybe I'll just, you know. I think you will. And when baby comes out, I will, you know, it'll just confirm for me what I already knew. And that'll be super cool. It's just, I, it's really hard for me to like not know things. And <laughs> I so, know. Um, yeah, that is so true for you not to know things. I like, don't like that. If, I'm if not. This no. happen, This happens frequently in our house where I start to tell Sarah something and then I decide I just, nah, never mind. Not yeah, important. you abandon it. I you abandon <laughs> it. And you're like, no, tell me. I'm like, no, no, it's not important. No, tell me. Or when I can't hear what you say and you say something and I'm like, what'd you say? And you, nothing, never mind. No, no, no. Tell me what you said. You tell me what know. you said. Um, one cool thing that I would look forward to is, you know, of course, 99% of the people, strangers who engage with you when you're pregnant ask you if it's a boy or a girl mm-hmm. because with that information i don't know what that does for them you know like, i don't know what changes now about our interaction to know that this is a boy or a girl um but i will be happy to say i don't know bye because you know you get responses sometimes all across the gamut of uh when you share oh, the gosh, sex that's because another people episode. are convinced that 
they can enlighten you with what that's going to do to your life that you now will have a daughter or you now will have a son. So longtime listeners of the show know my stance and my feeling about that. Yeah. About people throwing their their judgment and their guilt and their whatever on you about birth and your birth choices. Yeah. So so I won't go into it. I'll be happy to say, don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a baby. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So that was two gender three smaller birth team. Uh, again, longtime listeners of the show or anyone who's listened to our birth story will know we had a birth team of like, I still forget. It's like nine people. When we mean smaller, we mean shorter, right? (laughs) Yes. Shorter people so they can fit in the doorway. (laughs) Uh, I'm feeling goofy today. Yeah, apparently. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, less. Less people. Fewer people is essentially it because we had, I don't know, sizable team. We had the two midwives and the assistant. Yeah. And then we had a team of four or five people. Right. Come, you know, my family or my mom plus uh, friends. Everybody had their roles. Yeah. Everyone had a role. But it was just, it was, it was a little party going on. Yeah. And so here's what I'll, I'll say on that. It was perfect for us yeah for the type of birth we had for our first birth everyone like you said served their role amazingly and it was exactly what we needed going forward i don't think we need that same manpower i don't think we need that same lineup um i would like to see in birth number two you me midwife and possibly doula and photographer that's it yeah and for for the Got first it. birth, we did, you know, like I said, the three midwives, and then we had somebody there to support you full right. time, someone there to support me full yes. time, someone to cook yes. and take care of any household things, mm-hmm. someone to take care of the dogs, and then one person who was in charge of photos, photos and documenting, and documenting yeah. everything. And then we actually had another person show up who who uh, we, we weren't, weren't planning for. Yeah. Not like a re- it was the husband of yeah. Whatever, yeah. No, this random person just came in our home <laughs> hey, and said, come on I heard in. some noises. What's <laughs> happening? So that that was our lineup and it worked for us, like yes. Sarah said. And, uh, you know, there was moments when it was like a, a full house going on. Yeah. But for this next one. I would just, yeah. love exactly what I just listed. And, you know, again, this is just what would you do differently? And just this will be a different experience. You know, we go in now with a little bit. I know every birth is different, but we've done birth now. So I just, you know, that's what I would like to see. And I would just like a more intimate setting. Yeah. And I don't want to tell anyone, actually. So maybe that's a small little... Don't tell anyone about... That birth's happening. Oh. I would like to, you know, call family the next day after we've kind of laid in. Did we... We told people when it was happening. Did I text people? You didn't, but other people were. So our birth team that arrived, we yeah, like there was like tree. a phone tree that happened and you and I didn't, I mean, obviously not me, but you, you didn't have to tell anyone or anything like that. But I thought that, I, I thought that I informed the person to, to set off the, like I flicked sure, the first you, domino. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like in, isn't a uh, Mulan or something? They like light the, the, the firecrackers. Yeah. Not the firecrackers. The, the big, um, like fire pits above the great wall to like. 
signify intruders. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you lit the first one and then you were done. I'm trying to think who was it? Was it my sister? No. I don't know, dude. I was busy. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> um but yeah, if I were to add, I guess, you know, a small little aside to smaller birth team, uh, I don't want to tell anyone. I would love cool. to just like inform everyone the next day, you know, baby arrived and That's you awesome. Know, um Your family's gonna freak out. They'll be fine. They will But just be because, fine. you know, you come from that stock and so they're gonna wanna know everything. <laughs> it'll be okay and uh we want maya there too you know i wouldn't throw that in there but you know maya will be part of our birth team as well so who what um doula i think would be great for you know if if maya did need to be kind of managed at a point or another um that is something to consider like maybe there's somebody (coughs) who isn't in the room but they're in the house and they take care of maya because you know the doula is gonna she's gonna be doing her doula stuff yeah or or he maybe it's a male doula and so I think that would be another person. Yeah. A Maya, a Maya watcher. Yeah. A Maya watcher. You know, what's funny. Um, I just want to throw in there, you know, how we've had our word wars here on the show of how yeah. we, d- how we oh, pronounce yeah. things. No, I know. I can't remember who it was just now. I hope, you know, she knows who's, who's, she knows who she is when I mentioned this, but someone commented on our Instagram, you know, that of course you were wrong in one of our wars, well, but, say of but, course. <laughs> but she threw in there that I'm not perfect either, which I love and found so hysterical. She's like, Sarah's not perfect either, by the way, tell, uh, have her say the word asterisk again. I <laughs> will admit, cause I think I know what she's talking about. I kind of remove the second S and so I'll just say like asterisk. But that's not how you, I think it's asterisk. And what, so what, where did an this asterisk come from? to this. What what do you mean? Where oh, this come from? okay. You were saying an asterisk. An asterisk to, to smaller birth team would be Maya there and not tell anyone. Got it. Okay. Tangent upon tangent. <laughs> layer upon layer upon layer. This is what happens when Sarah has the flu all week and Matthew's been hanging out with a 16 month old. Number four. Birth photographer, yo. Yes. I Hands down. want me a birth photographer. So if you are a rad birth photographer in the greater Atlanta area and you want to hook up now to book a job for like two years from now, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> because the photos that we see oh, from I the get, births. Oh I don't want to say jealous. That's not even the right word because... Excited. I, yeah. But sometimes a little jealous too. When I see photos of like amazing birth i'm just like oh yeah i mean the folks who we had at our birth taking pictures i mean they bless them yeah there's like thumbs in the in the frames and (laughs) you know they 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 had the camera facing themselves instead of you and yeah so but we have about 500 photos and videos certainly do but anyway i and we didn't know that i mean we didn't know anything about birth photography or photographers around the time of our birth i didn't did you so then you know we do the show and we find out that that's a huge thing and i totally see the value in them if you you know have the resources or you desire that i think it's awesome so i i have a lot of respect for birth photographers and i certainly want one at our next birth i think my my mind has shifted on photographers in general because we didn't have professional photographers at our wedding true we did not friends and you know, they were amateurs. They yeah. had the nice equipment, but like I have nice equipment too, and my pictures look like crud. So <laughs> that's something that I definitely would do different with our wedding as well. 
is to have some professional photographers. So I do that for the wedding and then, of course, for baby number two. Yeah. Okay. I want a lot of pictures of me, though. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Headshots. Yeah. For my LinkedIn page and my website. <laughs> Action photos. I'm just picturing, like, me in the background laboring and you, like, hey, you know, yeah. kind of with, like finger guns or something at the camera and like that's your new headshot like you're ridiculous number five enjoy the process more and that does not mean I did not enjoy the process with Maya's birth but I think I just going in now to another birth having had a birth and of course, births are can all be super different, but just having a little bit of an idea, you know, of what happens to my body and like, okay, this means this. Just having gone through it, I feel like I can go in now with a little bit more confidence and a little bit more uh, peace, if that makes any sense, to just enjoy more of the process because I looked at Maya's birth as, all right, let's do this and we're going to get through this and, you know, moving through the the pressure waves. And then especially when it came time to pushing, when it came time to pushing, I was like, it's on, like, we're going to get this baby out. Yeah, Whereas you were locked in. For number two, I could see maybe letting my body do more of the pushing and kind of letting that happen on its own rather than taking full control of pushing, which I did. And, you know, amazing. It you know, it was wonderful. Uh, but I just, I, I kind of want to just en- enjoy it more. If that, ma- you know, that's all yeah. I can think to say about it is just enjoy it more. I get it. I get it. And for, you know, for, for that point, um, yeah, yeah, I think I, I, Enjoyed the process. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of cool little things I did. Like um, I recorded parts of, of your early labor. Yeah. Um, on, you know, for the podcast. It's actually in one of the podcast episodes, one of the earlier ones. Uh-huh. And uh, I just took the, you know, our podcast re- recorder into the bathroom and turned it on. And that was kind of fun because it, I don't know, it, it just, it allowed me to be present. Yeah. In- incredibly present. And um, I recorded a, a little message for you. Again, Which is amazing. During, There's an episode on that. Yeah, in one of the breaks, um, just like a little, you know, I love you and, you and you're a rock star, and um, yeah, I think for me, just the same thing, just show up the same way. If I were to add another little layer to this, I would say more intimacy between you and me. Yeah, that's and an interesting one. We we certainly had that, you know, before anyone arrived, but I could even see in a in a second birth maybe having everyone leave the room for a little bit if you know all is well and I don't need to be checked or anything like that or just you and me going into another room or something and just I could see that just yeah being with you one-on-one a little bit more I think I would like that and um you know a, a lot of women say they like to be touched they don't like to be touched and that can even vary birth to birth but going in I would like to play for you know touching more and maybe even kissing and things like that um in contractions you know um keeping that that mouth open, you know, is a, you know, kind of connects to your cervix and everything, all that. There's, you know, literature on the connection there. And also just that increased, like I said, intimacy and closeness with each other. I'd like to, to experience more of that in birth. I dig it. Kind of the sensuality of birth. Number six, catch the baby. So I would love you, you, me combo, 
to Maya to catch the baby. Uh, maybe. Which we'll, we'll, we'll practice with her. Yeah. Okay. Like in the office. Like with a watermelon. Yeah. And we'll butter it up and Maya we'll get we'll it super slippery. Maya, this. Here you go. But I think that would be beautiful. I would, I would love, to, you know, to have you catch baby. I mean, that was the intention for, the, for the first one. And then, you know, it's so funny. So many things like, and here, here's one of the great things about birth. It gives you this opportunity to really surrender in so many ways because we had all of these ideas for what labor was going to be like, what the birth would be like, what, you know, me catching, for example. And then we just surrendered them because while we were in it, things shifted. So I'm, I'm playing for that as well. Catch baby number two. Um, if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, I'm sure that, I, that, that I'll be exactly where I need to be. Right. For sure. And I like that you said that. And number seven. So this isn't so much different. It's kind of more what we would do the same, but keep the water element. Oh my gosh. That tub and that warm water was extraordinary. I labored probably 90% of the time in water with the exception of a few trips to the bathroom. Yeah. One walk down the hall other than that, I didn't want to move that much. I really, I didn't have really the energy. I was so tired. And uh, just the water was legit. And, and we had I. A baby pool we bought from mm-hmm. store. I could see birthing in water for number two. I'm not attached to it, uh, but I, I could see it and I'd be open to it if I felt like I could, you know, the the pushing or how my body was moving to push if that was conducive to to being in water i I would i would be for it cool yeah i dig it and my only thing is i wish our bedroom was a little bit larger yeah like that well we probably won't be in this house yeah we're probably gonna be if we go with our current timeline or beyond we definitely won't be in this house so cool there you go that's (laughs) solved yeah because we live in a you know a modestly sized ranch and our bedroom is not that large. And so when we had a bunch of people in the bedroom, plus the, the, the birth tub. pool, or the, the tub, it, there was not a lot of space. But um, yeah, so that's that's totally moot. And I'm all for a water element. You've really just found your flow in the water. Um, and it was great. It was just, it kind of was nice to be able to work with you in the water mm-hmm. and I don't know. You you seem like you were you were loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were able to focus on the little fish that were on. The, oh yeah, they were my focal points for yeah. sure. I made friends with those fish. Those were my fishy friends. And it's great because we've actually used that that same pool uh, for Maya to play in once. Yeah, one well, yeah. So kind of came full circles. Like <laughs> you were born almost in this water. Yeah, not the same water though. You know, <laughs> when I did get the pool out of the basement. This episode's full of tangents, so just deal with it. <laughs> when I did get the pool out of the basement, I realized, oh, I hadn't really cleaned this thing since it was put down here a year plus ago. Wonderful. My, yeah, it's interesting. All right. So I, I went to town and cleaned it. <laughs> well, that is the list. So things we would do differently. One, to, to recap, start with a midwife. Two, gender surprise. Three, smaller birth team. Four, birth photographer. Five, enjoy the process. Six, catch the baby. And seven, water element. So 
those are the things uh, that we would do differently or that we're talking about. Our, those are our factors and our considerations for when we do have baby number two, when that time comes. Yeah. And um, there's a few things that we're going to do the same from the yeah. last, from, from the, last um, the first birth. And uh, it's actually funny. We talk about it in the guide. The 12 we things do, that made yeah, our so go check awesome. that out. Yeah, so things like having music and decorating the space and having particular foods there and all sorts of stuff, uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll carry over into the second birth because it was just great. It was it was so nice. I mean, if you're if you're able to have your kid at home, there's just a lot of cool things that you can that you can do being in that that home space mm-hmm. um, which you know you can actually do if you don't have it at home as well yeah and we've talked to some some really cool moms who found great hospitals like these hospitals were were so for them creating the environment that they wanted and it was surprising to me because that was not what we the options that we had near us right. here in georgia but man, I just remember some of them, they were able to bring different things into the space, have the water elements, move around. And um, that to me is, is super cool. So whatever you do for your birth, make it yours. Mm-hmm. You know, It's your event. It's, they're your memories. So do what you want to feel comfortable, to feel powerful, to be able to surrender, all of it. Yeah. And whether it's your second birth you know you've already had a birth or your 11th like Mm -hmm. one of our recent mamas danielle whether it's your second or your 11th birth you can switch things up completely you could go in with the same intentions you can do whatever Whatever you want whatever you want Mm -hmm. that's the coolest thing yeah all right awesome well I feel pretty great about this considering how I was 48 hours ago and now I was able to have a semi-coherent conversation just now. Oh, you were on point. You were awesome. Bam. Cool. Crushed it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of coughs in the background, which I apologize for. Yeah, I'm not editing those out. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's the real. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. If you have anything to add to you know what you would do differently in your birth or what you would keep the same in your birth you know let us know share with us you can email us directly hello at diahpodcast.com we answer every single email that comes through mm-hmm. you can dm us on instagram at diahpodcast we reached a cool milestone this past week we surpassed 4000 followers on Woo-hoo! instagram which is really fun and exciting nice. i'm that's all you by the way sarah does a 100% of our instagrams because I don't have Instagram anymore. Yeah. I took it off my phone. Yeah. I have an account. I think I have like nine pictures. It's uh-huh. just me and They're Maya. They're all of you and Maya, which is awesome. I think that should be your thing. I think you should build out your account of just pictures of you and your adorable daughter and that's I, your thing. Here's what I would love. I would love somebody to just follow me around <laughs> with a camera and a recorder so that they can capture all of the the really funny things I do because I do a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. But I just don't have the interest in posting it myself. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I guess we got to wait till Maya gets older and then she, and then can, she can do it. Yeah. She can do it. She'll want to. Yeah. I uh, also look forward to the day when we listen back to this episode and we're like, oh my God, when we passed 4,000 followers, that's so cute. You know, we're at 40,000 now. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. putting that out there. It'll be really cool. And when we listen back to this as we prep for baby number two. Oh my two, gosh. That'll be... 
when we get to sit down and listen to Maya's birth story with Maya. Oh, that's cool. Boom. Top yeah. that one. Uh, no, don't, because that's the best one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are ways to reach us. If you also have a topic request or suggestion or whatever, oh my gosh, please send it to us. Yes. We want to, I mean, clearly we're doing all of these listener requested topics because they're so great. So throw us, throw them at us. Please. Um, you know, again, through that email, hello at diahpodcast.com or Instagram or however our website, you want. Yeah, whatever, carrier Dove, Whatever bottle, means. Tell us skywriting. Yeah. Let tell us, us know. Tell us what you want us to talk about and we'll do it. Yes. Okay. So I think that's it. Thank you guys again so, so much. We love you and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.